Hello and welcome to episode 27 of Unstoppable Marketing and Mindset with me, MG. This episode is probably going to be a little bit different to the others. I'm not going to be jumping in with my excited, happy, joyful energy. I'm recording this episode the day before it goes out because I've realized that what I wanted to share in my podcast this week is not actually what I'm going to share. And the reason for that is because there is a lot of politics and war happening. You know what, there's always a lot of that happening in the world, but I feel like right now this week, there is an exceptional amount of grief, sadness and fear. And I'm not going to just jump on and talk about an everyday marketing strategy. Although in saying that, what I am talking about is an everyday marketing strategy, and that is the strategy of marketing in politics and war. But the reason that I'm doing that is because I'm seeing a lot of hate. I'm seeing a lot of sadness. And I want to share a perspective that might allow you to broaden your own perspective. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to politics, like the voice referendum that we just had in Australia, a lot of the hurt comes down to the perception that people don't care. And it's it's a perception that's not necessarily the reality. The same with war. We have this perception in war that there's a, a good guy and a bad guy. And I don't believe that to be true. And so it creates more divide. And unfortunately, this is the fault of marketing with different organizations, different groups, different political parties. And I have a whole lot of thoughts on just government politics in general. I'm not going to go into that today, but what I am going to do is delve into the undeniable connection between politics, war, and marketing. I'm going to uncover some eye-opening ways of looking at this so that you can form your own opinion and not just not just listen to one person, including me, okay? Don't just listen to me today and make up your own mind about things. I want you to do your own research. Do as much research as you can. Yes, you know, look to people that you trust and know are doing their research, but no one can make up your mind about anything but you. And also be open to, once your mind is made up, to being flexible with that. And really, the main point of what I'm sharing today is not to change your mind about anything that's happening in politics and war, but more to help you to see how marketing is contributing to your perception around it. Okay, so let's just quickly talk about the topics at hand right now. So I'm recording this on the 16th of October, 2023. And last week over in the Middle East, there was an attack on Israel by Hamas who are considered to be, by some people, terrorists, and some people believe that they are the government of the Palestinians or the elected military of the Palestinians. And whatever you believe right now, there are innocent people in the crossfire on both sides. And the way I've started to look at this after using my superpower of ADHD to go down a hyperfocus research rabbit warren, is that at the end of the day, there are innocent people, but there are two very conflicting parties involved. And those parties do not represent all of the people that they're supposed to represent. Okay, now every government lies, and this is where we get into the marketing soon. 
every single government, okay? Not just your own government, not just the US government, not just the Israeli government, not just the Palestinian leaders. Every government lies in some way. And they don't always have the best interests of their people at heart because no one knows what the best interests of a human is except for that human. And in so many situations, we have not been able to have our voices heard, even in Australia, let alone in a place like Palestine or Israel or anywhere in the Middle East. So that's happening right now. You know, as I speak, I know that there is an invasion of the Gaza Strip and whatever you believe, there are innocent people being killed, children, babies, women, men, elderly, and it's not okay. It doesn't matter what side of history you're on. I had a t-shirt when I was a teenager with a quote on it from the Vietnam War, and that quote is, bombing for peace is like fucking for virginity. So I know that these people that are fighting believe that they're fighting for whatever positive purpose they believe is right, but there is no way that killing people can ever bring peace. Yes, I'm getting a little bit emotional sharing this. So while this is happening over the other side of the world to where I am, in Australia, we have our own divide. Now, it may seem minor compared to that war over there, but it's huge for Australia and huge for our First Nations people. So we had a referendum in Australia. Now, I'm not an Australian citizen. I'm in the process of becoming a citizen, but I'm not, so I couldn't vote. But I still did a lot of research because Australia is my home now. And I, I believe we are so lucky to live in this country. Australia is an incredible place to live. When I first moved to Australia 15 years ago now, I remember being quite shocked at how little understood Indigenous people of this country were, especially coming from New Zealand. Now, there is still issues in New Zealand with racism and, uh, you know, not understanding the Indigenous culture there. But compared to 15 years ago in Australia, New Zealand was miles ahead. You know, I didn't even know how I would say hello in an Indigenous language until very recently in Australia because it wasn't something that was even spoken about. It was just swept under the, under the rug and, you know, people just ignored it. And I then, you know, worked for three years in an Indigenous community and I learned so much about the culture and I just couldn't believe at that point, so this is 10 years ago now, that Australians knew so little about their Indigenous people. I've witnessed in the last 15 years a lot change, and I believe that we're turning a corner. But over the weekend, there was a vote that was supposed to determine whether the referendum was determining whether the Constitution would include an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice in that Constitution. And the vote was a resounding no. Now, I can actually understand how this happened because there is so much doubt and fear in our government to do the right thing that people didn't know what they were voting for and so they voted no. I did a lot of research myself and if I was able to vote I would have voted yes and I was a little bit surprised at how far the no vote went but I can 100% understand how this happened and this is again it's down to this marketing that I want to talk about that totally skews our perception when it comes to politics, when it comes to war, when it comes to basically everything. 
And I am not saying that it should have been a yes vote because again, I mentioned right at the beginning of this, I am not an expert in this topic. Okay, but I, I do do my own research and make an educated decision on, on these things. And I believe there was so much confusion. When there's confusion, people can't say yes. It's the same with anything in marketing. I talk about it in sales. You know, you need to make sure that your audience is certain rather than confused because confused people don't buy. And it's the same with politics. Confused people will not buy what it is you're trying to tell them. So therefore, it's understandable that the no vote won. I, however, don't believe that means we have a racist country. I think it's quite the opposite. Of course, there are people here that don't believe First Nations people should have a voice, but I'd say they are very much the minority. I think what we have in common is that we all want the same thing. We all want everyone to have equal rights and we just maybe disagree on how we need to get there. And I, I think this is one of the most important things when we come together after events like this is recognizing what we do have in common because we're always focusing on what we don't have in common and that just leads to more conflict. I've seen posts from you know, high profile figures in Australia saying, Australia, if you voted no, you're racist, full stop, no question about it. And I think that's really wrong. That's an incorrect assumption to make about people because there are, there's one reason people voted yes, but there are a multitude of reasons why people voted no. And that's not because they didn't want First Nations people to have a voice in our constitution. So those are my thoughts on that. I'm going to leave that there, but I want to now talk about marketing and how this marketing machine often goes unnoticed because it's just a part of our everyday life. I studied marketing. I graduated from my marketing degree in mid 2008 and I didn't actually want to go into marketing because I realized from the work experience that I'd done that marketing was just manipulating people into buying shit they don't need. I obviously am now in marketing again. That is my business, but it's because I've been able to shift my perception and realize that actually you can use marketing as a really powerful tool for positive change in the world, in just even one individual's life. Okay. So this is how I've been able to flip that around. But when I very first learned about marketing, I was like, oh my God, this is actually just manipulation. And it is. I've since studied hypnosis and hypnotic language is what you see in all of your marketing. It happened all through COVID. And that's why I was very verbal about my about my views during that time and the way that we were being manipulated and hypnotized through the marketing of politics. And it continues to happen to this day. We are surrounded by it every single day from the moment we wake up to the minute we go to bed. We're exposed all the time to these really carefully crafted messages that are designed to shape our thoughts and opinions everywhere. It's not just about selling a scrunchie at the local markets. It's about selling ideas, beliefs, and even nations. So when it comes to politics and war, marketing plays a pivotal role in shaping perception and rallying support. So next time you're watching the news, next time you're reading an article, next time you're reading an opinion piece, next time you're having a conversation with someone, remember that everything you're being exposed to is crafted and designed to shape your thoughts and opinions. That is marketing. Okay. If you can do that, you'll be able to look at it with more a more critical eye and critical thinking is so important. You're going to have 
Some people tell you one thing and some people tell you the complete opposite. Who's right? We don't necessarily know. All we can do is do our research, do our due diligence to find out more information to see where the supporting evidence lies. So marketing's everywhere. We, we should know this, right? But we do need to remind ourselves of this on a daily basis, especially in this current climate. It's the same with the perception around interest rates and the economy. You know, if we have all of this fear-based marketing, it's going to shape our thoughts and opinions and therefore shape our actions as well. Let's just zoom in for a moment on politics and, and political campaigns, because essentially they are marketing campaigns. How much did they spend on the campaign, the Yes campaign? I can't remember. It was, was it $400 million or was that on the entire process? I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me on that. But it's a lot of money that goes into the political campaigns for everything. You know, the candidates that are a part of a political campaign, they're packaged and presented to the public in a way that appeals to our emotions and beliefs, okay? Um, you know, women have historically been unrepresented in politics. That's starting to change. But marketing has often played a role in that because it perpetuates these stereotypes about women. It's the same when you think about what's happening over in the Middle East. We have stereotypes that are played out in the way that we're told about Palestinians versus people in Israel. And so if you just notice the language, often the mainstream media is speaking about different countries or different cultures with slightly different language that has this underlying current of underrepresenting a certain group and overrepresenting a different group. Now that's not to say that that means that the overrepresented one are good or bad and vice versa, but just be aware of that. That language is slowly training you, hypnotizing you into believing the stereotypes that we don't even consciously realize. And so politics and perception are a very big part of the marketing campaigns that are broadcast to us every single day. If we move that into propaganda, so propaganda is essentially marketing, but it's on steroids. Okay, It's when we have been designed, the, the propaganda is the marketing that's designed to control public opinion and justify military actions. And we've seen that happen just in this last week, justifying terrorist attacks or justifying attacks on innocent people. And that's propaganda. It's it's using manipulation and you know stuff that's kind of shrouded in secrecy in times of conflict so that it looks like there was a positive purpose to do something absolutely horrible. And we do need to take the time to recognize that propaganda impacts everyone, but it impacts the people in the war zone the most. Women and children are often the most vulnerable in conflict zones, and essentially they should be more protected. But unfortunately, this kind of propaganda it makes us understand that marketing is trying to say that what our human rights are are no longer valid in war, which is absolutely, it should not be the truth. Okay, and we need to be able to look at any kind of campaign and see is that like marketing on steroids? Because if it is, this is very much designed to control my opinion. And if it's trying to justify breaking human rights, then it's propaganda, okay? It's the next level of manipulation. The media 
it's such a powerful tool in marketing and this is another big rabbit hole that we could go down because media you know is a money-making machine media is a profitable they're all profitable organizations what well, no i shouldn't say they're all profitable organizations not all media is profitable but a lot of it is news outlets for example are profitable that they need to make a profit they, they don't make much profit from selling newspapers anymore so how are they going to make a profit they often are paid by certain organizations to say things in order to be a part of that propaganda so it becomes this media manipulation news outlets they're not giving you facts i remember in high school um you know writing newspaper articles and it was all like you've got to be factual it's not an opinion piece every piece of news is a fucking opinion piece <laughs> everything and we don't know whose opinion it is you know we can assume that it's the opinion of the person presenting that information but it's probably not they're reading off a screen and what they're reading off a screen is coming from somewhere and where is that coming from everyone has a perception on every event perception is such an interesting topic if you've ever studied neuro-linguistic programming one of the first things you see or learn is that projection what we project and what we perceive is actually the same thing and what we project is from our own internal compass and if you don't understand your own values beliefs and experiences and how they've shaped your perception you have no idea what you're projecting and manipulating others to believe and so it's really important to be really self-aware in this and it's why when I share this topic I'm not trying to tell you to you know say yes or no in the voice or to go for palestine or israel like that that is so far beyond the point what i want you to understand is how much your perception is impacting your views on this and if you think about every person in the world what are we eight billion people that's a lot of perceptions that's a lot of viewpoints that's a lot of beliefs that's a lot of experiences and no two are the same but what the media does is it wants us to feel like we're the same so that we can be manipulated into believing a certain side and as humans we want to belong so if we belong to a side we have that human need of connection and we can connect on that you know and we can we can say oh fuck the no voters or oh, fuck the yes voters because we're like yeah we're a team now of people that are fucking off the other voters like it, it just makes us unconsciously feel good to be a part of something right but that's like a mob mentality and it doesn't actually solve the problem long term i believe that if you're listening to this podcast you are a person who likes to be informed a person who wants to critically assess information that you consume and so if you're listening to this i hope that what you've taken away is the recognition that everything is marketing politics is marketing propaganda is marketing on steroids <laughs> the media is consistently manipulating us and what we can do is take control of our own mindset we can recognize the narratives we're exposed to and know that they're carefully constructed we can ask questions we can stay informed and critical we empower we can empower ourselves to you know make more informed decisions and not just pick a side because someone that we know like and trust has said that and understand that within every side there's gray areas there is always a gray area particularly with this war that's happening over in the middle east you know it's it is so complex 
I have said I'm not an expert, but I've done hours of research now and I'm like, holy shit, this is complicated. This is so complicated. And the more complicated it gets, the more perception gets skewed and it's hard. I don't think that this war between Israel and, and Palestine is going to be over anytime soon. And there's nothing I can really do about that, but educate myself. And I believe the same for all of us. It's that education, growth mindset, learning to understand better rather than just going, oh, I know now, full stop, end of story. Because there is always so much more to know about each and every one of these events that are happening in our world. We can also support other people who are, you know, using their voice to be active in sharing a variety of perspectives. That's something that I believe we can do. You know, we can amplify, amplify their voices. We can contribute to a more inclusive and equitable world by having these conversations. So I would love if you have found it valuable to listen to this, to send it to someone. And this is not for my own personal gain, but because I believe we need to actually listen to as much as we can or read as much as we can that's going to help us to better understand what's happening in our world and not get fixed into a certain mindset that's not going to encourage growth and change in our world whether it be around the voice referendum whether it be around war that's happening in the middle east whether it be about anything that is happening in the world in our lives our perception changes everything and marketing is everywhere. I love marketing because it allows me to ensure the people that need to hear what they need to hear get to hear it. <laughs> it allows me to help people get their businesses out there and I know that what they have to offer is important. But the flip side to marketing is that it is manipulation, it is hypnosis and in the wrong hands it can be used in really powerful but destructive ways and that's a hard and bitter pill to swallow i'm going to leave that there for this week thank you so much for joining me through this intersection of marketing politics and war you know remember as women as leaders in business we have got power to shape our own narratives to challenge the status quo to be constructive in our thinking let's stay informed Please stay informed, stay fierce, stay unstoppable. And if you have found this episode valuable, then please share it with anyone that you feel like might benefit from listening to it. Your support means the world to me, but your support will also mean the world to people that need to be heard, to voices that maybe aren't as loud as others, but also have a story. Until next time, I will see you back here next week. Um, I'll be in Bali. <laughs> I'm going to Bali after this, which is incredible. I feel extremely privileged. It certainly has given me a lot of perspective and gratitude for the life that I have. But I'll see you back here next week. Peace out. I'm MG.